What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Van Chats on the Auto Collective. My name's John Kroom. If you haven't already, please make sure you hit that subscribe button. If this is your first time tuning into this podcast, welcome. Thanks for coming. Also, if this is you, if you're returning and you're coming back for another listen, hey, thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, make sure that you hit that five-star review because if you haven't done so already, what, what are you doing, man? You're back. You're listening again. And that helps this podcast. That helps me keep doing episodes. I literally, I sent a message to Andre Greipel. So if anybody that listens to this knows Andre Greipel, I sent an email to Andre Greipel trying to get him on the podcast. And he pretty much uh, responded and said, uh, <clears throat> if uh, maybe I should lead with how big my podcast is before I start messaging people and asking him to come onto the podcast. And all I have to say is, hey, we start somewhere. And there's no hard feelings, man. I'd love to have you on the podcast if you ever want to come on. Uh, but anyways, let's dive into this week's episode with Evan Boschbecker. Um, he rides with uh, Ride Bikes Bro, which is you know Tyler Pierce's creation, along with Travis Longfellow, who we've had on the podcast, as well as Chris Tully is a teammate. And so you know this is just a wild, fun group of dudes. But anyways, we sit down with Evan. We chat about his 9 to 5 that he works, as well as the fact that he's been coaching himself for a while, all the way to getting freaking fourth just last weekend at Joe Martin stage race in the Criterium by himself, which is uh, pretty epic. And uh, yeah, so we sit down, we chat, I get to know him and uh, he's only 23 years old, dude. Like he's 23 years old, works a full-time job, races full-time and uh, is super professional. And so it was cool to sit down, chat with him, get to know him a little bit better um, and figure out who he wanted to have coffee with. That was kind of interesting. But uh, anyways, enough of me chatting. Let's go ahead and dive into this week's episode, but let's first do some sponsors and back for another episode is rumple guys if you haven't checked out rumple yet please make sure you do so i've been using rumple while i've been on the road here recently and they make some of the best blankets and towels a guy can ask for especially something that i can use while i'm out on the road uh living in my van etc we're already in another state i've been in like six different time zones you know four different countries and <clears throat> like 10 different states or something crazy like that maybe even more than that maybe 12 15 states 15 different states in the last i don't know three months and so anyways rumple is that thing that keeps me warm while i'm out on the road and sleeping out of my van because i make absolutely no money <laughs> and so uh be sure to check them out rumple has some of the best blankets that you can ever ask for weatherproof durable cozy blankets made with some of the technical materials used in premium outdoor gear and active wear rumple is on a mission to introduce the world to better blankets they recycle over 5 million plastic water bottles a year and offset the carbon footprint all you have to do is go use the code out of bounds 15 on eligible products. That's out of bounds for 15% off eligible products. And we're in the middle of the sale, dudes. So you got five days left. Today's the 25th. So in reality, you only have four days left because tomorrow is the 26th when this episode comes out for 25% off their entire website. So be sure to go check them out at rumple.com. We'll leave a link in the description below. That's rumple dot com um also back for another episode sierra nevada brewing guys thank you so much for sponsoring this podcast i really do appreciate it a lot because i think sierra nevada was the first ever ipa that i i drank and the first ever time that i decided that 
I am going to drink craft beer, and that is Sierra Nevada. One of my favorite beers that they make is a hazy little thing, and they even have the little things party pack. It comes with the sunny little thing, the wild little thing, the hazy little thing, and the big little IPA. So, uh, yeah, be sure to check them out. All you need to do is go to SierraNevada.com. That's SierraNevada.com. Or go to their Instagram, shoot them a message right now, and just say, hey, John told me to shoot you a message from the Coffee and Van Chats podcast on the Out of Collective. I'm just saying, hey, let's see if they send you something or or if they say something cool. So shoot them a message, say hey to them, and, uh, yeah, let them know that you came from the podcast. It really helps us out a lot. Uh, But other than that, let's go ahead and dive into this week's episode. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Van Chats. This is John Kroom uh, here on the Out of Collective Network. And uh, yeah, we're sitting with Evan Bauschbacher from Ride Bikes Bro, uh, who, you know, I I found, I kind of always knew about you through, I mean, you rode for Gateway. Um, you're kind of young still too, right? How old are you? I'm 23. 23. So 23 years old. And then... Um, you then re-entered my world when, uh, Chris Schroeder did a video, uh, pretty much, and then, in or like pretty much breaking down the Ride Bikes Bro team. And he, what did he say that you were? It was, um, not a winner. He said, he said I wasn't a race winner. Yeah. Yeah. And then you like yeah. made this edit, which I'll put a link in the description below. It's like this whole edit of you winning a ton of bike races, which is hilarious. And you didn't you just come off of Joe Martin and you got like fourth in the crit, right? Right. I did. That was this last weekend. <laughs> Sweet man. No. Then, so, yeah, well, Hey, <laughs> well, Hey, you didn't win it though. So you, right. I didn't win. He, he has a point. He has a point, he has a point there, but anyways, but, uh, tell us a little yeah. bit about you, man. Like we're like, you know, you're 23 years old and, uh, yeah, you rode for gateway last year. You've kind of been all over the place, but give us kind of a breakdown a bit about who you are and what your background is. Yeah, I'd love to. So I, I was a baseball player growing up and, um, I went to high school and I didn't make my baseball team. And I went to this private high school in Dallas that had a cycling team. And I thought I'd kind of ridden a little bit. My dad rode a little bit. So I joined the cycling team and kind of got into it through that. And quickly started realizing it's a lot of fun racing. I love racing. I love training and, um, started working my way up through the categories. And then there was the Tulsa tough event. And I think 26, 2017 that, uh, in the one, two race, I was in, I was second in the break. And then I got a message from Chris Creed about possibly joining the team for the next year, which was my second year out of juniors. And then that was also when I was starting college at U- University of Texas down in Austin. So I joined joined the Gateway team and was fortunate to ride for them for five years. I guess one of the years was kind of canceled, but from 2018 through 2021. And then, yeah, it's been, I was on Gateway for quite a while with uh, a lot of different teammates and a lot of them are still doing really cool things. And then the team kind of was slowing down, um, running out of, funds so i transitioned into 
ride bikes bro this year because there's kind of a an austin contingent of the team and a california squad so i was able to join the join that team and we've been doing some pretty cool races and it's been a good year so far so that's kind of my racing story and like i i was um i was full-time in school i graduated in december this this past year uh, i got my degree in electrical engineering so it was always a constant balance of school and training and racing and traveling and then this this last uh january i started working full-time at a software company in Dallas and I work remotely so it's pretty nice pretty flexible for training and um, yeah it's been great it's been really cool to get started in kind of the real world yeah so what's that even like man so like I'm, I'm kind of dealing with uh you know vagabond living out of a bag like I mean I feel like my podcast studio and set changes every week but what's <laughs> what's it like for you just you know working full-time and, you know, especially when it's like not in the cycling industry. So it's not like you can be like, hey, guys, I'm I'm going to leave a little early today so I can hit the weeknight credit um, all the time. Right. They probably don't even know what a crit it's, is. Uh, <laughs> exactly. It's it's kind of interesting because I, I feel like it's pretty similar to how it was in school where I had to just be super disciplined with my entire day. And pretty much like every night I sit down and I kind of write on my phone like hour by hour what I need to do for that day like all of my tasks or all of my schoolwork and what classes I have, what my scheduled ride is. And it's like, I've figured out a system to where I can be, I have to be really organized with my time. And for some reason, I feel like when I have more going on, I'm doing everything better than if I, like, I think my freshman year, I took, I took like two classes in the spring so I could try to really focus on, on racing. And I found that I just had too much time and then I wasn't doing as well. And so I started taking more classes in the spring and yeah, and then now working full time, I mean, I get up pretty early and generally I'm working throughout the day and try to get out for around 4.30 or 5 to go for a training ride and kind of get in uh, as much time as I can in the weeknights and then make sure to get some time in on the weekends. So it's just a, a balancing act that I think, I think school really prepared me for it because it was constant work um, during the degree I chose. Yeah, no, that's, that's kind of crazy. And so like, what does your day to day look like? Like, what does a, what does a day in Evan's shoes hmm. look like? I'd say I get up and probably eat eggs or some like cereal and blueberries. And then um, I listen to this sports radio station that's back in Dallas. I'm a huge sports fan. They cover all the sports, the Stars, Cowboys, Rangers, Mavs. Just it's really painful for me because you know all my teams are kind of bad. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and so are you just that, like a are you like a uh, big time like anything Texas? I'm I'm you're a fan. Anything of? Texas. I all of my teammates have always just given me a hard time because I pretty much don't own any clothing that's not Texas related or Texas sports teams related. <laughs> and, well, that uh, sounds yeah, like a I very just... Texan thing to do. <laughs> Like that just sounds it like is, somebody from Texas would do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I absolutely love sports. So I'm just always watching, keeping up with all of my teams. And then, uh, yeah, so I just, I kind of get up and walk over to my office room or my desk and I'm generally like coding or, um, working on some type I'm right now. I'm working on some health, uh, this mobile app for a healthcare company and, I'll spend some time on that. I'll maybe have some meetings with 
coworkers or with clients and then um yeah just kind of working and then go for a ride in the evening um i the last two years have been coaching myself um i used to be coached by nate wilson and he he got promoted within the ef education cycling team so he got too busy and uh, i kind of was in school and it was so busy that i felt like i could just i know my schedule better than anyone does and i kind of been doing it long enough that i feel like i know what i'm doing as far as coaching so i i generally have a training plan written out for the next couple of weeks and then i'll do that ride in the evening and make some dinner hang out with some friends and yeah pretty simple just so uh, you you've pretty much watching pulled, a lot of sports so you've pretty much pulled back the seriousness and I mean, I guess it's really funny because it's like, you know, the serious coach, the serious this, the serious that. But then you do all the serious racing and you're kind of doing better than you were when you felt like you were all in, huh? It, yeah, it's it's really strange. This year has been like kind of eye opening because I especially last fall, I came off of uh, I had I got COVID like at the end of the season last year and it really like rattled me for a month and then the that fall semester was my last semester in college so i was really living it up having a good time not really focusing at all on on training and had a much smaller winter and then yeah i kind of stepped back like this team is a bit less serious like still some serious racers but it's more of a we're trying to have a lot of fun and uh and yeah then i'm i'm doing better than i ever have i think just um maybe focusing on other things has allowed me to do do better in, in races kind of take so the pressure it's, it's off pretty yeah. interesting yeah, yeah no. take the pressure off and i think the years of experience are starting to maybe catch up a little bit and i'm starting to learn how to race no yeah that's sick i think i think you know going into a bike race with the impression that i have to win and then going into a bike race with like all right let's see what we can do you know it, it gives you the opportunity to take more risks and and yeah. make more things happen and create more opportunities so tell us a little bit about ride bikes bro like we've had travis on we've had the vegan cyclists on you know tyler um and they've kind of given us a brief synopsis but like those guys are so biased because they created the team you know so like my thing yeah. is is like if i would have gotten and i'm just being honest i love i love tyler pierce i think he's like one of the coolest dudes i think travis is a super rad dude as well but like if i would have gotten a phone call and it was like hey look we're trying to create this team um I would literally just be like, oh, so you just want to take Instagram photos and, uh, and, 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 and call yourself a team. And like, they've done everything but that. Like they've, I feel like they are taking Instagram photos, but like you guys are winning bike races. Like you guys are in the mix. Like you guys are a team and you guys are racing and it's, it's kind of cool to see. And so what's it been like in that transition, especially with guys, and we've had Chris Tolley on the podcast. I forgot about that as well. So what's that yeah what's that what's that kind of been like that dynamic because i think there's like a there's right there's a solid mix between like there's some dudes that are literally literally just on it to to race and then and have fun and and i mean there's some guys who are on it like looking for results but i mean from the sounds of it even the guys that are looking for results are on this team to have some fun right yeah it's it's a really wild uh mix of riders um and i i kind of went through phases over the last few years of being really into the whole social media side and then kind of getting burnt out on it and distract. And then this team is a content factory. We just are constantly producing content and uh, it's taken a little bit of getting used to, 
but yeah, it's certainly an interesting mix. Like we, we had a team, a team camp in Fresno beginning of the year. And the, the kind of theme was we're, we're here to do well in bike races, but we're also here to give people really cool opportunities and have a lot of fun and show to the masses that bike racing can be really fun. And it's not all just serious, like win, win, win. It's, you know, we're having fun hanging out at the house. We're uh, doing cool training rides, cool things off the bike and then really cool things on the bike. So it's been, it's been really cool to be a part of. It's like new team. And it, it was very random how I even heard about it. Um, Tolly had texted me saying like, he's joining this team with the vegan cyclist. And I'm not going to lie. I didn't know who that was and kind of <laughs> looked him up on YouTube. And I was like, okay, yeah. this is interesting. And then, and then um, I met Travis at a UT football game and he was like, I told him that he asked me what I was doing for next year. Cause gateway, I knew I was not going to be on gateway anymore. And I was like, Oh, I don't know. Probably just a local team in Texas and kind of stepped back a little bit. And he said he was starting a team. And then it turned out that was the same team Tolly was talking about. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, okay. I think uh, this sounds kind of interesting. And they talked about doing like a similar calendar to what I had been doing in years past. So I decided to give it a go and I'm glad I did. It's been, it's been pretty cool yeah like for and, a first year team and so oh. what's that been like though managing like travel work and all like do you work from home i work from home yeah so like I, uh, i'm fully you... remote so like i just have a couple of laptops i need to bring with me when i travel and um as long as there's wi-fi and quiet place i'm i'm good to go wow and so what's that like but managing that you know because i mean I mean, one of the hardest parts about us doing that, right? Like there's always something going on. Like there's always something else you could be doing, right? right? You know what I'm talking about? And you've yeah, probably yeah. faced the situation oh, yeah. where like everybody's like, oh yeah, we're going out for breakfast at 9 a.m. And you're just like, bro, I gotta, I gotta get to work at some point. Right. We had um, a good block of that out in California after Sea Otter about two weeks in San Diego. And it was, it was tough for me because like they were all going out having doing rides in the middle of the day and yeah I just um I think uh from school and just being disciplined enough to get up early and just start my day and work and kind of zone out of all the fun and cycling and it's a sacrifice that I have to do but it's worth doing so I just uh can get it done and it's it's pretty nice to be able to be fully remote um software is nice with with in that regards where we just need a computer yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And so what's kind of next for you, Ride Bikes Bro, and, like, the whole the whole team, man? Like, where do you th see this kind of going? Like, and, you know, are other people reaching out to you? Because you know how that works, right? Like, I think it's, right. it's always funny when, when you're racing and then you're like, oh, I'm going to take a step back. Like, look at, like, Stephen Bassett. And, like, there's these random dudes that have taken steps back and then they – they ride for whatever team and then they start pulling results and then they start getting contacted by other teams. Are you getting contacted by other teams yet? A few. Yeah. It's been, it's been weird. Cause like I didn't, I didn't really expect that. And then you, I started to do well this year. And so I was like, well, should I step back, step up and like maybe focus a bit more on it. Um, but one thing that I think has been interesting and that's kind of keeping me attracted to racing with ride by pro in the future is, is this is the first time that at the bigger races I've been like the leader or the protected rider. I spent um, most of the years on gateway helping out other, other people. And so I think the mindset 
of knowing going into a race that like the team's working for me and that that maybe added pressure is is kind of helping and so yeah I think I think for the future I'm I'm pretty excited to see if this team decides to grow um, like add some more experienced riders uh, there's a lot of things up in the air of course but it's um yeah it's exciting to be a part of no that's sick and so like what do you think's next for you? Cause I mean, I would think that like you would have to eventually start dialing back one or the other, right? Like, you know, it sounds like you're more into work right now, but you're also 23 years right. old, you know, like. <laughs> right. And the work's always going to be around. Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't really, um, it's kind of happened quickly over the last few, like few months, like Redlands went fairly well. And then Joe Martin is again. So I'm not sure. I think, um, as long as I, I, I'm, I could probably even switch to working part-time and dialing it back a little bit and focusing more on racing if that opportunity comes around. But yeah, for right, for right now, I'm happy working this balance. It's, uh, it's not crazy hard to manage. I'm kind of used to it and it's, uh, it's pretty nice. No, that's sweet, man. And so what races are next for you guys on the calendar? Uh, so next up we have Tulsa Tough, um, and I think two and a half weeks or so, and then from there we'll go to Pro Nationals in Knoxville, and then I believe we'll go to Elite Cat One Nats in Roanoke, and for the most part that's it. We're um, we're not really a team that's going to go to the one-off crits around the country. It's just a lot of logistics and travel for one race. Um, so I think we're focusing on more races that you can get more races out of for the travel so after nationals i'm not really sure but definitely tulsa that's that's the next race we have do you have any goals at any of those races or is it just kind of like let's get stuck in and hope for the best um i tulsa on crybaby hill i'd really like to do something there that's been a, a course i've done well in the one two race and then in the in the pro race i've had my best chances of doing something there it's kind of hard to battle legion and best buddies and these flat really fast courses um i'm a smaller guy and it's hard to get mixed up in the front up there i have a tough time banging around but i think sunday suits me well and then i'm, I'm starting to really get excited about elite nationals last year's course in, in florida was really lame and boring like three hour 100 mile race and uh, this year's course is really, really hilly, kind of similar to Austin terrain. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that road race. No, that's awesome, man. That's sick. And so like now with all that racing, you know, and you're getting all these offers, like, do you think there's an opportunity for you to like, are you going to take some of these opportunities with another team or like, you know, what, like, because I mean, I'm thinking about it and it's like, there's really not much difference between and i'm just i'm pulling things out of my ass right here like so there's not much difference between a project echelon and a ride bikes bro there's not much difference between a um you know a uh i'm trying to think of the see that's the downside there's no more other really teams to talk about like and above and beyond cancer you know what i mean i mean i guess with like legion uh best buddies like there's opportunity maybe there but you know could you see a ride bikes bro becoming one of those kind of teams? Right. That's, I think that's, what's most exciting is I could see this team becoming one of those 
project echelon CSVELO kind of teams that are well-known, well-established. And it's kind of cool to think about being one of the core members of that, of the starting group and kind of building it. It's, um, there's probably going to be opportunities to help out Tyler with being a director and uh, recruiting some riders. And so, yeah, I think, I think the, that's probably where I'm heading just because there's really not that many other teams out there. Like I experienced this in years past or even with watching other teammates that had phenomenal seasons and then there's just nowhere to go. There's the, yeah. the scene here is just kind of tough. And um, I don't know about like stepping up a level from like where I'm at right now. I don't know if the results are that good, so it might take some time. But yeah, I think with Ride Bikes Pro, there's been talks about growing it. Uh, the sponsors are all really excited with how things have been going. So I know it's continuing in the future and it'd be cool to continue to get uh, solid riser, riders, solid results and, and see where it can go. No, that's sick, man. All right. Well, one last question for you before we let you roll. Um, we ask everybody this on the podcast. If you could have one cup of coffee with one individual, dead or alive, who would that individual be and how would you take your coffee? Anybody. doesn't have to be a cyclist. I think, I think for some reason people think it always has to be a cyclist in this. Right. No, I have like 20 people I could think of before I'd think of a cyclist. I'd... I honestly think it would be Tiger Woods. Tiger I, Woods, uh, all right. Tiger Woods. I think that his mental, like his like mental game, is so far like beyond anyone else in the sport and everything he's gone through. And um, yeah, I really, really think he's like a phenomenal athlete and would love to like, yeah get a chance to talk to him and i would i would get just plain black coffee always <laughs> right on man <laughs> well sick dude well hey guys if you haven't already please make sure you hit that subscribe button make sure you go check out evan's instagram which will be down in the link in the description below also ride bikes bro uh will also be down in the link in the description below other than that we'll uh see you next time guys and cheers <laughs>